Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 226, The Best Foods I Ate and Shows Watched in 2019. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to guide you toward living the life you want. Each week, you'll hear interviews and teachings on how to balance self-development with self-acceptance. Listen in and join our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. One of the highlights of my day-to-day life involve food and um, entertainment. So we're going to talk about that today. What are some of the best things that I ate this year? And what are some of the best things that I was entertained by? And I was going to do movies, but I didn't have a a list of top three. I do love going to the movies, um, but I do have some television series for you, among other things too. Um, For those of you who are foodies and you love the arts, I think this episode is going to be for you. And I would love to hear what your own best things are that you ate and that you were entertained by and make sure that you leave a note for us for our Dear Progressor episode. You can go to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show to learn how to be heard on the actual show. The last episode of each month features you, our listeners. 
Before we dive into me sharing the best things I ate and that I was entertained by, let's have a few announcements from our community board. Favorite old movies is, well, I guess not too old, but for me growing up, movies is Runaway Bride. And I love the part where there's this montage of Julia Roberts trying all the different types of eggs and all the different kind of books. And she's basically figuring out who she is again. And this is a comparison I bring into my Rediscover You workshop. A lot of times when we have lost pieces of who we are, what we do to find it is by trying a lot of new things um, and, and just figuring out what is right for me. What is the right type of egg? What is the kind of book I love to read? And that's what I'd love to help encourage you to do with the Rediscover You workshop. Um, Because of your incredible response to wanting to have this online, it is going to be online the first weekend of January and the second week of January as well. There are two different dates to choose from. And I have all the details as as well as where you can get tickets up on my website, aboutprogress.com slash workshop. So you can sign up um, and attend my online but still live meeting. I'm still teaching. It's not a replay. It's not a video. It's very participatory, um, very heavy in terms of you being heard and talking and learning and growing. This is not a sermon. This is not inspirational talk. Uh, This is a workshop where you're going to help figure out why you got stuck in the first place, why you have lost a sense of who you are. And and then you can leave with more clarity about what your purpose is and more confidence and a plan, a, a do something plan to help you figure out who you really are so that you're not fumbling around feeling a little lost in your life. I want that for you. Again, go to aboutprogress.com slash workshop. One of the things I hear from you time and time again is that it's really helpful to have some accountability for the things that you learn, both on the show and in life. And that's what I'm hoping to do with my new membership site called The Messy Middle Club. And this is going to be eventually a membership where you pay 5 to $10 a month for. But in the first few months, we are going to have a trial period of it only being a dollar a month so we can best figure out how to serve you. Accountability is going to be a big focus in this membership site. Accountability with the habits you want to work on. Um, via challenges, we're going to do twice a month coaching. We're going to do weekly lives. It's going to be so helpful for you. And it's also where our progress plan is going to be available for you too. If you want to be part of this trial run, go to the link in my show notes and you can sign up um, to be the first to know when I'm ready to have it all up and running for you. So so you can be a part of this uh, special membership site that is all about community, inspiration, and accountability. Something that has been really freeing for me as I've, you know, grown up as an adult is releasing the shame that I have around food. Uh, This is probably going to entail a whole episode in and of itself. But if you know my history with eating disorders and all or nothing thinking, I have had to work really hard on creating a really positive relationship with food and eating and exercise, all of that. And it's been a long process. As I look back on a year, though, I can see how far I've come. Now, there were many years where I thought there was little to none uh, progress being had in terms of my relationship with these things. But I do see the growth now. And this has been 14 years in the making now, almost, um, which is incredible to think about. But I want to encourage you to know that if you're not in this place yet, I've been able to look at food in this way. Keep trying. Keep messing around with it. And uh, just know that It can be possible for you to have excitement and joy from food, to see it as something that's a real positive part of your life. And 
I, I am feeling that way about it. So I looked back on my year of 2019 and I have a list for you of some of the best things that I ate. And I would like to start at the bottom. I like to work my way up to the top. Trader Joe's mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's not really new to me, but I think it's what I've been really falling in love with all year. This is something I look forward to eating so, so much. On Friday or Saturday night, my husband and I will pull up a show and we'll have our big bowls of ice cream. And my favorite flavor, honestly, is just Trader Joe's mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's just so creamy, so good, and so many bits of chocolate chips. I highly, highly recommend that ice cream. So find a Trader Joe's nearby and get it for yourself. The next thing I really love to eat is there's this deli in Sacramento. Now, we've only uh, eaten there maybe less than five times, um, but this year I did my best to make it up there as much as possible, whether it was to attend a nearby temple while ours was closed. Our LDS temple was closed in Oakland for a while, so we were going to that one, or just driving to and from Utah. Um, It's called Dominic's, and it's in Granite Bay, California, which is near Sacramento, and they have the most delicious sandwiches. And the bread is so fresh. They put vinegar, like balsamic vinegar and oil and salt and pepper on it. And you get, I get the turkey with uh, just like cheddar cheese and all the toppings except onions. And I love to add pepperoncinis too. And it's just so fresh and so a mix of flavors and just everything that you possibly could want in a sandwich and so filling too. Um, we love that. Alongside, they have this rice ball that I never heard of until I saw it, but it's like this um, infused rice cooked. And then in the middle of it, well, they form it into a ball. And in the middle of the ball, there's um, spiced ground beef and maybe it's lamb. I'm not sure. And um, maybe there's some, there's some peppers and there's marinara sauce in there. And they heat it up for you. Oh, and cheese. And they heat it up for you. And then and you dip it into some marinara sauce on the side and it's like mwah, the best thing you can possibly eat in your entire life. Like that honestly is my, I, I would eat this before I die meal. And to top it off with their chocolate cannoli. Just a, imagine your typical cannoli, but it is dipped in chocolate, the cannoli itself and inside the cannoli with their ricotta cheese as a chocolate chips. And I didn't even know I like cannolis until I tried it there. And that's definitely a whole meal that I really, really crave. And um, love it, adore it. The next best thing I ate this year, um, the next two actually are from Austin, Texas. Now, it wasn't our first time ever trying this. We went there probably two years ago, and these things were also on our list. But first up is Gordo's Donuts. They have a, a trailer, um, like a food truck actually, but it's more like a, a trailer, like a silver trailer where you can get the food from. And just imagine the the biggest donuts you can ever um think of crispy outside really soft interior really um kind of stretchy and 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 not gooey like not soggy or anything and they have all these amazing toppings that you can put on it one of our, our favorites was a strawberry shortcake and it has like this cream cheese kind of frosting on top with lots of strawberries and then whipped cream and the one i really loved too was um it had a nutella on it but it, the donut itself was dipped in cinnamon sugar and then it had nutella on the top and lots of strawberries as, t- as well and these are huge so you only need one to feed two or three people. But our last day, um, my husband and I both got one and uh, it was a stretch to try to finish that thing. But definitely one of those things that's like piping hot, really, really fresh. So, so good. I highly recommend Gordo's Donuts. The next thing, Torchy Tacos. Yes, we all know Torchy's Tacos in, in Austin area are incredible and really um, famous for the, the freshness, the variety, the flavors. Um, and I love their avocado taco the best, I would say. Or, um, 
My favorite thing, though, that I only tried this year was their queso. Now, I think I'm talking about Miranda Anderson every other episode, so she might think I'm obsessed with her. But hey, she has recommended this queso so much and has people uh, fly it out to her or ship it out to her wherever she is. So we finally got it this time. And wow. Again, did not know I was a queso lover. And it was so spicy and, of course, cheesy but creamy. And you could just eat the whole thing with these amazing freshly made chips, too. So Torchy's queso, I would recommend. The next and my top thing is Zachary's Pizza. It's Chicago-style pizza. We have a couple nearby, one in Berkeley, one um, in another town called Pleasant Hill, and we tend to go to that one a little bit more. It's closer to us. Uh, The other, a few weeks ago, we were starving date night. This pizza takes a long time to cook. So they're, they have a, a number of favorite, famous ones. The pepperoni and uh, sausage is my husband's favorite. I love their mushroom and uh, spinach. So we usually split a pie in half on uh, in terms of the flavors. But I had like the best bite of my life <laughs> about a month ago from Zachary's. And if you don't know Chicago style pizza, it's like um, think about a pie, but with pizza crust. And it's a little bit more um, like cornmeal based. It's a little bit more um, crunchy. And then what they do is they put the toppings on the bottom, the cheese over that. And then on the top, they have the sauce and their sauce is really cooked slowly. And it tastes like the best tomatoes you've ever had in your life that's been cooked down to to really distilled flavors. And I'm sure there's some shot of like balsamic vinegar in there and like all this good stuff. But um, that was my best bite, I would say, the year. My best bite was that first bite of my Zachary's pie, spinach and mushroom, preferably. That's it for the best things I ate. Are you starving now? I am already hungry, but we're going to have a quick break and then I'm going to move into the best things I was entertained by in 2019. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You know I often speak about how women must do habits differently, and one of the biggest reasons why is simply biology. In other words, hormones. Our hormones are a real factor to how we feel physically, mentally, and emotionally, and they constantly change day to day and year to year as we age. My friends warned me that the hormone roller coaster gets harder as we get older, and they were right. From worse PMS to more aggravating period symptoms to all the things that come with perimenopause and menopause. If you're wanting help with that hormone roller coaster, I want you to check out today's sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and their supplement, Hormone Harmony, a bottle of which is sold every 24 seconds with over 17,000 reviews. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible perimenopause and menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, and so much more. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of those things. If you want to feel more like yourself, 
make sure you go to Happy Mammoth and find Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code PROGRESS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PROGRESS for 15% off today. Because I'm primarily a stay-at-home mom and I work whenever my kids are napping or doing quiet time or at night, my time is pretty limited to do other things outside of my passion, which is my work, anything all about progress that I'm involved in. But I have definitely realized that what helps me feel more restored is some time, time to myself, and honestly, Netflix. Yes, I need to have more Netflix in my life. I know that oftentimes it can be the other way around that we can consume and binge shows without stopping. Um, But for me, that's never, well, not never been a problem, but it hasn't really been a problem the last few years since I've had my own passion here. But I love sitting down and watching Netflix a few times a week. Um, And I would love to make sure that's more of a regular part of my life in 2020, actually. So I'm going to share with you some of my favorite things that I found this year. We don't have cable, so most of these Well, actually, all of these are from Netflix. We did just buy Disney Plus, though, so we are really loving everything that is on there as a family. Um, But let me start working my way back. Um, One of my favorite things to watch this past year, and and, and this is no surprise to anyone, the the British Bake Off. That's what they call it in Britain, but we call it the British Baking Show here in America. I just love that show so much. They're so cheerful. They're so um, ambitious and talented, but supportive of each other. I really love seeing the the group dynamics and and how they'll literally go over to a competitor's table to help them set up something in the last few seconds. And I wish we could have more of that here in the States. Another British one I love is the Brat- the British family um, cook-off. And that's similar to the 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 British Bake Off, but it's within families and you get to see different family dynamics and they cook a whole series of different meals and they can, I love the layer of how they can, they compete. Um, there's different uh, ways that they knock families off and then they combine different um uh, not seasons, but I guess series together to compete in a finale together. And they even get to cook at home too. So I love that show. And the final British one I would say is the um, interior design challenge show. And I'm, I'm, I did laugh a lot and I mean in a mean way. I, I did think a lot of the interior design was pretty dated, even though this is really recent um, and that I could have done a really good job on that show. And that's me totally tuning my horn and thinking that I know better than people on TV. And I'm sure it's a million times harder than it looks, but I still really enjoyed watching that. So those three are all lumped together in something I really love to watch. Um, I, again, anything British is just um, one of my favorite things. Next up from there is Queer Eye. I really love this show. I haven't seen all of them. Um, You know, I pick and choose the ones I want to see, but I just really love the heart behind it. I love how they're more about the soul of the person and getting them to believe in themselves. There's so much about uh, self-development I find in Queer Eye. And um, I love fashion too. And I love seeing a a great makeover that makes people really feel like who they really are um, instead of like extreme makeover. Do you remember that show? I I can't believe that ever even existed, like the plastic surgery show. Um, I really, really love Queer Eye and all the men on there. And one of my secret wishes is to meet Tan in Salt Lake City because that's where he lives. And he guess I guess he really loves it there, which is always fun to hear. And I would also love to get my husband on the show and not because he doesn't have it all together. Um, but I think it'd be great for him to just be on that show. And I'm, I'm sure um, all the hosts there would really love a tall, muscly redhead on the show. 
My third favorite Netflix thing that I was entertained by this year was, oh, I'm totally going to butcher the name of it, but The Magic of Tidying Up um, with Marie Kondo. She's that organization genius who wrote a book of the, of the same name. And again, I know I'm messing, messing it up, but uh, to be honest with you, I could not get through that book. I just couldn't. And I am one of those people, if I start a book, I finish it no matter how much I um, don't like it. And I just couldn't get through it. It was, it just didn't really shine the same um, personality that we see on the show. And I love the show so much because you can see really what a joyful person Marie is and and how um, she really helps people from the inside out organize. Again, it's not like a surface level thing. Let me fix things for you on the outside and then you um, are going to be back in the bad habits soon. It's more about figuring out what the sources of the problems are and, and experiencing joy in the things that you have and being grateful for them, which is something that I have been really growing into a lot more myself. The next thing I loved on Netflix was The Crown. Are you surprised at all? I love the first two seasons and I'm really liking the third too. I really love the main actress, Olivia. Oh, I'm messing up her last name. I like seeing, and I I just call her Bellatrix Lestrange because I don't, again, remember the actress's name too. But I'm liking the shift in the character changes and um, that we get to see the next generation too. Uh, I, I have long studied a lot of British history. I went to London on a study abroad. I've probably watched almost every documentary there there is out there on PBS and Netflix and um, even Hulu, I think, that has anything to do with British history. So I really love seeing it. And it is a somewhat fictionalized version because it's not like real life, but I've really been enjoying that too. My favorite one from Netflix this year might surprise you. It's actually a documentary on the earth. It's called One Strange Rock. It is narrated by Will Smith. I thought it was fantastically filmed, but beautifully um, set up. The All the language that they use, how they describe all these really hard scientific concepts um, in a really understandable way, but really draws you in. It's like planet earth, but way more... Um, you know what? It's gonna. It's just way more entertaining and fascinating, like super fascinating. And I kept making all my visiting family members, if I went to Utah, I would make people sit down and watch it. If they came to visit here, I'd make them sit down and watch it. My kids all watched it with me. I I think uh, during the summer, um, whenever I did a strength training workout, we turned on part of an episode and, and they watched it on the couch while I was doing my squats. And um, it was just one of that the whole family could really, really enjoy. I would love to know what I should watch next. I I think you're getting a sense of the things I like. I like some reality TV when it's um, more like cooking or interior design based or even a good makeover. Um, I love anything British and I love documentaries. One of my secret things I love to watch documentaries on are CrossFitters. I'm totally not a CrossFitter, have yet to ever attend a class, um, but I I'm obsessed with athletes. I love watching documentaries on athletes and CrossFitters are one of them. Um, One of the other good documentaries I watched this year, I didn't include it in my top five, but one of my favorites that I did watch was called Kim Swims. I believe that's the name of it. And that one really inspired me to to continue with my my goal of swimming once a week Um, because this woman was not naturally a swimmer at all. And she broke a huge world record that I think you just need to watch it. It's... um, uh, you know, inspiring is a word we keep saying, but I, I think more than that, it makes you think I could do hard things too. Um, the spirit in which she dominates some really hard tasks just really impressed me and and wanted and and pushed me to to do more in my small ways that I am trying to grow too. So I'd love to hear what you think I should watch next. You can tell me 
by sharing a soundbite, a little note for us on our Dear Progressor episode. You can find out how to do that by going to aboutprogress.com slash beyond the show. And before I left you, I did think I would tell you some other things I'm kind of watching on YouTube here and there at lunch some days if I'm if I'm needing a minute to myself. I love to watch a few YouTube videos while I'm eating my lunch. And I'm not really huge into YouTube. I don't really know like all the channels people are talking about or anything. But I will tell you the things I love to watch are um, Architecture Digest channel. I like to watch the different homes I'll give tours of, of celebrities. Really, really love seeing those ones. And I also love seeing, again, athletes and ballerinas like their day-to-day lives. They have a lot of uh, different channels on there that will show you a day in the life of. I love seeing people's habits and their routines that they go through and um, how they work on their mindset and also their skill sets. Um, those are really huge for me. And I've started to watch Jordan Page more too from Friend Cheaper Free. She has been a guest I've actually tried to get on several times, um, but I, I'm gonna. she's going to be one of my top uh Uh, my top five guests I would love to have on for 2020. So if you have a hookup, let me know because I think she'd be a really great guest to have on about a whole number of topics. Um, But I like watching her videos because I find them super helpful. She had one about laundry and I learned that I've been doing laundry wrong like my entire life and I didn't learn basic laundry skills that I was missing on. Um, And uh, there was one on cleaning too, meal planning for big families. She inspired me to um, make hot breakfast for my kids instead of cereal, although cereal is great, but it was just more the point of um, they they move through it so fast and they're hungry right away. And yes, that has been so true in the Packer home. So we've been eating a lot more hot breakfast and I think the kids are liking it very well this year. So far, we've been doing it all school year. Um, I'd like to know what you want to watch or what I should watch on YouTube too. That would be really inspiring to me. Again, you're sensing a theme. I love the self-development. I love improvement. I love things, making things beautiful. Um, I've, I've learned that that is a value of mine, that I'm really drawn to things that are beautiful in nature and within homes, just uh, every, everything like that I'm really um, inspired by and not the superficial kind, you know. Um, so tell me, tell me what I should watch on YouTube and who I should be following and learning from. You could also do that by sending in your note to the Dear Progressor episode. I again want to remind you to join our uh, messy middle membership club. I got it out there. Can you can you be um, amazed by that, that I got that all out? Our trial run of that, our beta group, that means our trial group of our membership site. Uh, through the link in the profile, you can sign up. And we just have a few weeks left here for you to sign up for the Rediscover You workshop that is now online. I am still teaching it live. It is in person. Um, you'll get a workbook, all of that. And I hope that it uh, can give you the push that you need to step into your your power and to know who you really are. So 2020 is not just a good year and one where you improve a lot and get in touch with who you are, but it's the foundation to having a great decade that follows. I'm so grateful you are here, grateful you are listening, and I hope that you are enjoying this month of best ofs. And I can't wait to share more with you next week. Uh, Keep growing, friends. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.